What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. I am the host of this podcast. My name is Kent, a.k.a. Kent Tweederson. Not going to waste any of you all's time today because there is so much to talk about with what transpired in the Big Ten football scene for Week 5. Big Week 5 that we just completed Exciting week five, lots of surprises, lots of other things that happened as well, and that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, I'm going to jump right into uh, what happened. Well, first of all, let me say a couple things about last week's episode. I said in the uh, middle of, well, right at the beginning, actually, that my audio sounded loud. I think it's because my microphone wasn't plugged in once again, and it was recording from my phone, so I apologize for all the, uh, every time I picked up my phone, it was sounding kind of crazy. Actually sounded better when I picked it up though, because it was laying on my bed. But uh apologize for that. I got I think I got the mic working this time, so it should sound slightly better. It's a crappy mic though, so not much better. Um what else did I say? Oh, uh also last week I said that I was gonna reach out to that wider <laughs> I forgot his name already. What's his name? Let me look it up. I said I was gonna reach out to that wide receiver and try to get him to come on the pod. Let me look here. Jones. What's well, Charlie Jones? Yes, that's what it was. Charlie Jones from Purdue. Uh, wasn't on Twitter. I sent him on Instagram a clip of the pod of me talking about him on the podcast and said, Hey, I was kind of joking, but if you want to come on, you're more than welcome. And uh, no response. <laughs> Did not hear back from did not hear back from Charlie, so we will not be having a guest this week, uh, unless he hits me up. I mean, he might be here for the Thursday episode, but we'll try again uh, with, I'm not going to try again. I don't know why I said that. I'll try again maybe with a, another guest uh, later this week. That'll be maybe a new Thursday tradition where I find a random player in the Big Ten and reach out to them and see if they want to come on the pod, and they just don't respond to me, which is cool too. Um, but let's get, let's get talking about these games. I'm going to start with... Uh, not in order this week because I want to talk about Wisconsin first. They are at home this past weekend, or they were. They're not anymore. But they might still be there. They're playing Illinois. My boy Chase Brown comes in, and Illinois just demolishes Wisconsin. I said on the show last week that Wisconsin needed a win badly. And they did not get it. Illinois comes in and trashes them. Uh, 34 to 10. Uh, Chase Brown, my guy, has another 100-yard game, another touchdown. Mertz from Wisconsin, he has a decent game. He throws for 206 yards and one touchdown. But the big story coming out of this is, obviously, you've heard by now that Wisconsin went ahead and relieved Paul Christ of his duties. He is no longer the coach at Wisconsin. They've had enough. They've seen enough this year. They lost to Washington State. They got embarrassed by Ohio State in primetime. And then they lose to what a lot of people thought was an inferior opponent in Illinois. They also, uh, their only two wins this year were against FBS teams. I think New Mexico State is FBS and Illinois State definitely is. Uh, those were their only two wins this year, so Wisconsin's seen enough. I thought this was a little reactionary. That's what I tweeted out the other day. Um, I didn't think that Paul got a fair shake here. 
And, you know, there's always down years, especially when you're in the Big Ten. Everyone's tough, man. And you got a couple of games coming up where I think that Chris could have got a few more wins and got the ship righted a little bit. You have Northwestern next week and then Michigan State the week after that. And then even the next couple of games after that, Purdue, Maryland, Iowa. There's a chance for Wisconsin to kind of turn it around this year. They're not going to win the West. They're not going to Indianapolis and they're not going to win the Big Ten. But what's wrong with just having a mid-year, like an average year? There's nothing wrong with that. It happens to all the teams. Michigan's been there. Michigan State's kind of in the middle of one right now. Ohio State's even been a little down before. Iowa's definitely been there before. I didn't think it was fair to go ahead and fire the coach just because, you know, they had a couple of losses early on. I thought it was a little reactionary, so I didn't like it. But uh, the damage is done, though. Jim Leonhard is the new coach. He was a former walk-on at Wisconsin. Um, I'm reading his Wikipedia page right now, and that's where I learned that from. He also played in the NFL, played for the Bills, the Ravens, the Jets, the Saints, the Browns, the Broncos. Um, I believe he was a defensive back uh, for in the NFL, and like I said, he played for Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. He's a Wisconsin boy through and through, so he will be the interim head coach. I don't know if he's going to be the guy going forward. I highly doubt it. I haven't looked into this situation much further than just surface level, but I don't think that he's going to be the guy going forward. But nonetheless, he'll be the coach this weekend. He's playing a bad Wisconsin team, and then he's got a chance to rack off a couple of wins. Like I just said, they're playing Northwestern. Did I just say they're playing a bad Wisconsin team? I bet a bad Northwestern team. Um, they're playing Northwestern, and they're playing Michigan State back-to-back, so he's got a chance to you know, gain, gain control of the locker room, get the guys on his side, and maybe finish the season out strong. But Wisconsin's dead. They have no shot uh, the rest of the year, and they're pretty much done. Good for Illinois going on the road and getting a big win. They're still alive in the West. And uh, after I talk about some of these other games, you'll see that they might win the West. I don't know. The West is so hard to figure out, but um, Illinois, big win for them. Uh, let's head over to the East, though. Ohio State. They absolutely murder Rutgers. I was totally wrong about this game, kind of. Um, and I'll get to what happened in my bets at the end of the pod. But Ohio State wins 49-10. to 10. They, they win going away. I thought this was going to be a closer game. I thought Rutgers would give them some trouble. And I thought that in the second half, it would be a close, close game. And then Ohio State might pull away. But they went ahead and pulled away right in the second quarter. It was only close for a little bit in the first. And then um, really not a game at all. Ohio State takes care of business. C.J. Stroud is going to do C.J. Stroud things. 154 yards, two more touchdown passes. Mike Wilhims, five touchdowns. Five. Pulled a Blake Corum here. How many guys have scored five t- touchdowns this year in the Big Ten? At least two that I know of. Um, he has a big game, 189 yards. Ohio State gets their win. They're moving on next week, staying undefeated. Another team that's undefeated, Michigan. They go out to Iowa. They play that really good Iowa defense. They have a a pretty good game. It's not like a super overly impressive win. They won by 13, 27 to 14. Iowa loses yet again. Their offense can't really do much. They scored all their points in the fourth quarter when the game was pretty much in hand for Michigan. Um, maybe some of the starters on defense were in when this is happening. I kind of missed this fourth quarter, so I don't really know how they scored, but, uh, another good win for Michigan. They stay undefeated. They're, uh, 
I, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit. They're ranked fourth right now, but I don't really, Ohio State's third. I don't really care about the rankings right now. It's October. It's the beginning of October. Who cares where you're ranked at this point? The playoffs aren't starting next week, so it doesn't really matter. The job to do right now for, for those two teams, which, by the way, they're head and shoulders above everybody else in the Big Ten, especially Ohio State. All you have to do is avoid hiccups. You have to take it. I know it sounds stupid. Take it one game at a time. Get your wins and move on. It's kind of a survive and advance for them to stay in that uh, playoff conversation going forward. Iowa, I just talked about Chris getting fired in uh, Wisconsin. He might be uh, Kurt Ferentz. He might be the next guy out. Iowa fans are kind of calling for his head right now, and they're sick of seeing what they've been seeing out of their offense. Of course, their defense is playing great, but they got to score some points. And uh, Iowa, they still got a shot. They're still got a shot out West because the West is wide open. It's a wild, wild West. So they got a shot out there. So we'll see how they turn things around next week. We'll talk about that on the next pod. Uh, Penn State, talk about underwhelming victories. They beat Northwestern by 10. I don't know how this happened. I do know it was raining there, um, but my predictions for this game were totally off. Singleton only had one touchdown. And then I didn't look to see what Clifford did. Let's see how he did. I'm going to go ahead and click on this box score. What what my boy Cliffy do? He had one touchdown. I predicted they were both going to get two. They only had one each. Um, not a lot of touchdowns to go around. They only scored two, but my guys scored their touchdowns. 17 to 7 over Northwestern, another team. They've been on the outside looking in of the, the top 10, but I think that Penn State moves up to the top 10 this week. And then you have that huge Big Ten East with three top 10 teams now, which is pretty impressive. So it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle in the East to see who stays alive. Uh, Purdue, biggest shocker of the weekend for me. I thought that. Here's what I think happened with Minnesota. They went to Michigan State and blew Michigan State out. And I still, at that time, thought that Michigan State was decent. Um, I no longer think that. But after Minnesota did that, I was like, well, Purdue has no shot in this game because I thought Purdue and Michigan State were pretty even. Uh, I was wrong. Minnesota goes back home and they lay an egg. 20 to 10, they lose to Purdue. They They didn't even not, they didn't cover. They lost. They lost outright. Um, didn't see much of this game. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm casual. I've been saying it every week. I don't know what happened. I'm looking at the box score right now. Tanner Morgan threw three interceptions. I don't know where Mo Ibrahim was, and I thought that he was going to have a really big game against them. Uh, he didn't play. That's why. That's got to be a main reason why. He didn't even play. That's right. I think... <laughs> There was two guys last week where I was talking them up. It was uh, Tangavailoa and uh, Mo Ibrahim. And as soon as I got done recording last week, I heard that, what is it, Tualia? I think that's how you pronounce his name. Might not play for Maryland. He ended up playing. But then I also heard that Mo Ibrahim wasn't playing. And I was like, man, I just gassed this guy up. And then I knew, actually knew on Saturday he wasn't playing. And then I forgot it's... um, Monday now. I forgot he wasn't playing. So bad loss for Minnesota, honestly, because they were looking really strong. They were looking like the team to be on that side of the conference. And uh, they really laid, like I said, laid an egg there. And I thought they should have got that win and they lost. So uh, good win for Purdue. Once again, they're all alive now. Everyone out West is alive and Purdue's one of them. 
even Wisconsin really is kind of alive out there, even though I said they're dead. If they can win out with their bad schedule that they have, I guess they could come back. I don't like it, though, because they're so bad. But it's going to be Minnesota, it's going to be Purdue, or it's going to be Illinois out west. But uh, keep an eye on that situation. Last two games, we have Michigan State versus Maryland. Michigan State, they are definitely dead. They're in the wrong division. They have no shot anymore. They're playing Ohio State next weekend, and they're going to get blown out again. They're going to be 2-3. and three. I talked about Kurt Ferentz maybe being on the chopping block. There are some people who are thinking that maybe, just maybe, the second highest paid coach in the country, Mel Tucker, at least he was second. I don't know if he is anymore. Actually, I think he's third now. Uh, what's his name out in Oklahoma is getting paid more? Can't think of his name right now. Uh, but anyways, Mel Tucker might be a little overpaid. He might be a little overpaid right now. He's not getting the job done at Michigan State. Their defense looks atrocious. Maryland comes uh, comes back home. I'm sorry. This game was at Maryland. And they have a really good game against Michigan State, and they pick up another win. Good win for Maryland. Maryland might be better than people thought they were. They had a good showing against Michigan. They have a really good showing against Michigan State. Let's see who they're playing next week because I don't know. Go ahead and let's go ahead and open up their little schedule real quick. They're playing Purdue next week, and then they have Indiana after that. So Maryland's got a chance to make some noise still. Good game for uh, Tualia. He has 314 yards of touchdown. And uh, their running back, Littleton, has 120 yards. A lot of 100-yard games for him. We had a lot of good running backs in the Big Ten, guys. It's really hard to decide who the best running back is because we got a lot of good ones. This is like running back conference right now. We got a lot of good guys in there. Um, and then our final game, man, boy, was I excited about this one. Indiana, Nebraska, the nightcap. I was glued to this guy. You couldn't pull me away from this game. This was, woo, doggy. Man, was I excited about this one. Um, not going to lie. I was I was floored at what I was watching. Nebraska picks up a huge win for their program, I guess you could say. Um, this is probably going to be their biggest win of the year. I'm going to I'm going to think that this is probably going to be their biggest their biggest win of the year. Indiana, who's kept a lot of games close this year, goes to Nebraska and they lose 21 to 35. I'm happy for Nebraska because I really I've liked watching their quarterback Thompson play all year. He has a good game. He throws two touchdowns, 270 yards. So I'm happy for him, but uh <coughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I'm betting on Nebraska going forward. So I didn't bet on him this week. So let's talk about that real quick. Uh let's finish up with my bets. Um, I just talked about that. I had Indiana plus five. I thought they would keep it close or win. I even said that. I was like, I think Indiana's going to win this game. Man, was I wrong. So like I said, good job to Nebraska. I did have Rutgers plus 40. They only lost by 39, guys. So that was a win for me. Really big win. Good job to Rutgers. Um, I had Penn State minus 25 and a half. They didn't do very well against Northwestern. They only won by 10, so I lost that one. I had uh, Michigan State and Maryland under. This was the one thing that I said last week that I actually got right on the – I hit the nail on the head with this one. I said I didn't think either team was going to score 30, and I was right. Maryland scored 27. Michigan State scored 13, I think it was. I was just looking at the score. Yeah, 13. And then I also had Michigan State plus 8.5. I thought they'd keep it closer. They didn't. I was wrong about that. 
And then I also missed, of course, Minnesota minus 12 and a half versus Purdue because they went ahead and just lost the game. So did pretty bad again. Back-to-back weekends where I did really bad on my bets. But fear not, there's another week coming up and more bets to be made on the season. I'm 14 and 18 overall. And that's not that bad, you guys. You know, that's really just below 500, and I think I can crawl my way back to that 500 mark. Uh, really fun week, great weekend, lots going on, man. That was just—I I just enjoyed—I just enjoyed sitting down and watching all those games. Not a ton of surprises. Nebraska, I guess, is the biggest surprise. But uh, really looking forward to next week. I hope your team won this weekend. I hope your team's still alive. As always, uh, hit me up. I'm only on Twitter. It's at Casual Big Ten. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. You'll be able to see a link to the Etsy shop with all the gear. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the weekend as much as I did. And I will see you in a few days.